0: Hey, I'm Michael Ellsworth here at Citizens for New Louisiana, and it is Sunday of all days for me to come to you and chat. But it's kind of pressing. There is, there, there's some backroom deals going on, and the, they're probably going to come out tomorrow on Monday. So I wanted to come and at least let you know what was going on so that if it did happen, and you know, hopefully it won't, but if it did happen, you would know what was going on and be aware of it, and it wouldn't shock you, and you wouldn't be all excited because it's really not the best thing. So what's happening? Right now, actually Friday, Thursday, Friday, the chatter started with the fraud squad, the Gang of 23. If you don't know who that is, those are the 23 Republican legislators who joined with all of the Democrats to elect Clay Shack Snyder speaker over Sherman Mack, which two-thirds of the Republicans voted for. But things being what they are, <laughs> some of the Demo- or some of the Republicans who didn't want to be, I don't know, they wanted to be in a better position of power. So they made a deal with the Democrats to put them in power to the detriment of two-thirds of Louisiana's Republican Party. So that's what happened. That's the Gang of 23. What's going on now is they're making phone calls. John Bell Edwards vetoed the congressional map, uh, I believe March the 9th. It's just been sitting there. They've been talking about, you know, strategizing. What are we going to do? Well, they figured out they're going to call all the local parish Republican parties and ask them for their support to do a veto override. They want them all to come out with a the same resolution on Monday that effectively says that we support the effort to overturn the governor's veto. Why would they do that? So. As far as I know, no legislator has ever called down to the local parish executive committees like this and sent them a pre-done resolution asking them to vote and support it without even calling a meeting. They're doing all this via text message and email and telephone and all this other stuff. They're not even calling meetings to do this. It's very rapid, and a police officer once told me the surest sign of a scam is a short deadline. Well, we have to do this now because it's very important now. Never mind he vetoed it on the 9th. Um, but but think about this now. Who, so the district maps that were vetoed were the congressional maps. So that means the U.S. congressmen are the ones, to me, who would be calling the legislature and saying, hey, y'all need to support this. Instead, you've got certain members of the legislature calling down into certain parishes asking their Republican Party executive committees to call their legislator Approve this resolution and tell their legislator to stand with Clay sheck Snyder and the gang of 23 and overturn the governor's veto. Well, they've got, I don't even think they have the 70 votes, but they, they claim to have the 70 votes just like they did with the girl sports bill to overturn the veto, and they did not. But it's strategic. It's not every parish that they're calling, sending this resolution to asking them to approve it. But Here's the question. This is a statewide issue. Generally speaking, the parish executive committees for the Republican Party, it's their job to focus on the parish, not on the state. And certainly, uh, we're all paying attention, right? We know what's going on in the state. We all know what's going on in the federal government. But to pay attention to a federal map in the state legislature, to me, it's not beyond their capacity, but it's just beyond what they're supposed to be working on. So who would normally be doing this? Well, the state Republican Party would normally be out-championing something, state issue, that was important to get through if there was a problem. Now obviously there must be a problem because we can figure out based on the parishes that they're putting these resolutions in, asking these Republican Party members to vote for them, are parishes that have traditionally very conservative representatives. So why in the world would they be asking these representatives, why do they need help convincing these representatives to vote for this? The state Republican Party has taken no position. In fact, what's even more curious is most of the Congress, or congressmen, congresswomen, have not taken a position either. Now, why is that? Why? You would think if I were a congressman and I wanted these maps to go through, I'd be pounding the phones. I'd be calling the, the state representatives who were responsible to pass a veto override and demanding that they stand with the party and all those things. That's not happening. The congressional members aren't doing that. The only people calling is the Gang of 23. So you ask the question, okay, well, what does our congressional delegation think of this? Well, they've been relatively quiet about this. However, I do have a statement from March 11th uh, from a public forum from Congressman Higgins, and I'll read it to you. In fact, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen here so you can look at it for yourself as well. That map is fruit of a poisonous tree. Born of deceitful strategy lies in betrayal of trust. The entire redistricting endeavor was a mess before it ever started by nature. But integrity and honor was scandalously betrayed along the way unnecessarily. Thus, I oppose the bill in principle as much as on detail. Now, John Bell has vetoed the bill. Legislators have 100% authority on this. I'm just a Louisiana citizen with a voice. And of course, I have an obligation to stand on core principles. I'm prayerful that every state legislator will do the same. If they do, God will, eliminate a path for, will illuminate a path forward, and Louisiana will end up with righteous federal district lines that reflect our conservative cultures and communities without kneeling to the deceitful lies of career politicians. Congressman Higgins, March 11th. That was his comment when someone asked him, hey, I haven't seen the maps, where where are the maps? And that that was his response. It's like, why why would we even look at those maps? They're, (laughs) they're, They're poison from a poison tree. So we have all of the people that would normally be involved in this have removed themselves. And all of the people that are never involved in this have suddenly shown up at the request of certain legislators. So I'm letting you know this, because it's just it's not it's not normal and so so pay attention so what is the solutions what they're telling these republican parties number one is there's only two ways out of this either we get another majority minority district and John Bell Edwards wins which I asked for a copy of the map where's the where's the map no one has a map of that plan there is no map of that plan number two is that we overturn the veto, and Clay Matter wins. So it's either Edwards wins or Matter wins. And I I don't think that's a fair assessment, because there is a third option, and no one's talking about the third option. That third option is the map. So what normally happens um, with a veto override, you need 70 votes. I don't think they can get there. I honestly don't. That's why they're pressuring the parish executive committees to put this on legislators they think, or to pressure legislators they think, may not be willing to vote for it. In fact, the number I heard was from 62 out of the 70. So they're really working hard to try to get up to 70 so they can call the veto override. I just don't know if they're going to get there. And if they do, look, the, the, this map that the, the passed, I don't like it. Congressman Higgins obviously doesn't like it. It's not the worst map in the world, but it could be better. And that's the point. So how do we make it better? Well, there's a session on right now. As we speak, the legislators are in Baton Rouge. So if you call a veto override, you don't have to call a special session to do a veto override. They just call the vote. You can also pass another bill. So veto override, 70 votes. Pass another bill, 53. Which is the lower bar? Well, the 53. Now, John Bell could veto it again, and that's certainly the case. But it it would be much better to me if the map were better. Now, where is the better amount? This is SB-5. This is the enrolled one that was vetoed. The original, I understand most of the congressional delegation liked the original SB-5 better. It changed and, and got moved around and hurt a lot of feelings and all of that during the process. But if they go back to the original SB-5 by Sharon Hewitt, it'll be fine. She could file this any time now. In fact, she could do it on Monday, tomorrow. That's how quickly this could move. It's already written. It's already ready. It's just refile it. Done. John Stefanski's done the same thing on the House side, anyway. It's a different, it's a different map, but still, the idea is they already have a map filed on the House side. We just need this one filed on the Senate side. They can get together and they can make this work rapidly. So that's the plan. I, that's what I think is the best path forward. That's what I would recommend for folks that are paying attention. Uh, And if you're not paying attention, and if you're on one of these Republican parish executive committees that has been promised the moon that we're going to beat John Bell, we can finally get this done and make John Bell look bad, all, all these things that they're telling them, I would encourage you, if you haven't heard from your congressman, reach out to him or her. Ask them what they think of this, because that's who should be calling. And they shouldn't be calling you, parish executive committees, they should be calling the legislators and saying, vote for this. But that's not happening. So there you have it. That's what's going on. Pay attention. All that's supposed to break tomorrow. Now, I've heard of at least one Republican parish executive committee that they ran this through light speed and they've already pulled back and said, whoa, wait a minute, You know what do you mean the congressman doesn't support this? This is crazy. Why would we do this if the congressman doesn't support it? So already one has been knocked down. So I don't know about the rest. I don't even know who all the parishes are that have been called, but we're going to be watching on Monday to see who releases a statement. So. Keep an eye with me, and um, let's find out together, huh?